Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of the 52-Bit Podcast. My name is Nita, and this is a podcast where we talk about something either you or I or both of us want to talk about. This week, you're going to get two episodes. Sadly, last week I was unable to upload an episode, and because of that, um, this is a punishment episode aptly named Episode Oops. If you didn't know, I live in the southern part of the United States, and about two weeks ago, we had a snowstorm. It was very big. Just a big old Arctic wind and storm came down and hit most of the southern part of the United States of America, and I got many inches of snow and freezing temperatures, and I'm very used to that, but the southern United States is not, and specifically, I live in Texas, which has its own electric grid for some reason. I'm not going to get into that, but uh, kind of salty about that. And I was very fortunate to only lose power for like seven to eight hours, but a lot of people lost power. Uh, we had a lot of busted pipes. Uh, we had two of my roommate's friends came and stayed with us. So it was just, it was a week of like, nobody was really, nobody was in a good state. So I didn't uh, film an episode that week. And if you did not know, I tend to film episodes about a week in advance to post them to make sure y'all have something to listen to. So that didn't happen, and I apologize, but we're here now, and this is a punishment episode. I asked some of my friends uh, for punishment suggestions, and you, you guys were really nice, honestly. One of them was like, take a night off and treat yourself, which was really sweet. I don't know who suggested that, but I appreciate that. For some reason, two of them had to do with music, so Kayla wanted me to listen to Kids Bop and write a Kids Bop song. I like myself too much to do that right now, I'm just gonna say that. John Quinn suggested listening to Never Gonna Give You Up on Repeat and filming my reactions. And I just want you guys to know I actually really like that song by Rick Astley. So as much as it would be trolling myself, I would enjoy the experience. So maybe not the best punishment. I combined two punishment suggestions I got. One was to take a selfie and the other was to do something that I wanted to learn. I have had two roommates in the past couple years who crochet one like started to crochet when she lived with me and one just does a lot of artsy things has like a bunch of like needlepoint and like crochet and painting things that she does so I was like hey I really want to learn crochet let me try this and let me tell you it was an experience it was a it was a week-long extravaganza basically so I went to Michael's and I tried to buy one of these like kits to crochet with it was the Disney princess one because like, who doesn't love the Disney princesses? They're lovely. And on the front, it was like, make any Disney princess. And I was like, yay, let's go. It also said that it specifically has yarn for Cinderella and Ariel. And I didn't realize that. But like, you know, it's fine. So I brought the kit home and I opened it and I saw the yarn. And I was like, oh, let's get this in order. My roommate suggested I make all of the large amounts of yarn into like into yarn balls rather than like having it wrapped up and be able to get tangled and stuff. So I did that, not well, but I opened the book because it has instructions on how to make the characters and it was like reading another language, like one that I haven't learned yet. Like, you know, when you're learning a like, uh, like language that humans speak or like even a coding language and you're like, the words on the page, like you, you've learned like the alphabet, you've learned like some of the beginning words and you're like, the words on the page make sense, but they, I don't understand anything they're trying to tell me. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. I'm very confused. That's what I felt like when I opened this book. There's like an introduction. It's got a table of contents. It like goes through every single crochet stitch you could have. 
And then you have like the actual pages where they're telling you how to make these characters and it like abbreviates things and it moves things around and it's like a, a chain stitch 17 or like half double cross 12, 13, 15, 17, uh, close the loop, magic loop. I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. So I asked my roommate who currently does like a lot of arts and crafts related things. And she looked me in the face and was like, I love you, but I don't think you're going to get anywhere with this. Like, I think you're great, but you picked the hardest project to start with. You should have started with like a hat or something. And I was like, fair. Yeah, this makes sense. So I tried. I started out and I found like a YouTube video where the creator was going through and being like, showing you how to do everything. Uh, and I could not follow her either. So I took my roommate's advice and I was like, maybe I should start with something simpler. Like as much as this is also a punishment, maybe I should do something that I can maybe actually finish. Let's see. So I went through, I went to Michael's again, and I pulled up a person on YouTube's crochet video of how to make a hat, which I will link in the description. Um, there's also a matching scarf from somebody else. So that's really cool. I'll also link that. But I went and I bought some number four worsted yarn worsted 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 or number four weight yarn 5.5 millimeter or eye hook and some yarn needles and came home and went i'm gonna make a hat with this like simple pattern and let me tell you making a hat is one of the hardest things i've had to do in a while you would think it would be easy but no it's actually pretty complicated so i spent the whole weekend making and remaking like the first couple chains and like first couple bits of this hat until I started like understanding what I was doing. I had to watch like eight or nine YouTube videos just to understand what like the main stitches were and like what was going on. Like what's a foundation chain? What is a half double crochet in the back loop only? You know, like that's literally the whole pattern. And I had to like figure out what that was, but I got the hang of it on Saturday Friday, I ended up doing the wrong thing and I had to like undo it entirely. But on Saturday, I got the hang of it and I just started, you know, doing it. I made the mistake of not counting how many stitches I had in a row. So the hat came out very uneven, which you can tell if you're like in person or I like pull the brim down, like you can tell it is not even all the way around. But it happened. I learned a lot about how to hold yarn, which I didn't know was like a very specific thing tension how to hold your yarn hook um, on like Friday and Saturday my hand really hurt and like if I were to move my thumb and finger on my right hand you would hear like popping and cracking from my knuckles because they like hurt a lot but uh, by Sunday I started to get the hang of it and I realized all of my stitches were too tight like I was physically having to pull them through the hook so very bad but I was like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna finish this hat let's see where this goes and then I'll know more for next time so by Monday, actually, I finished the hat. And so essentially what you do is you follow this pattern, start with a foundation chain, which is just a, a regular, like, you know, like loop the yarn over your hook and then pull it through as many times as you need it to make the hat as long as it's supposed to be. And then for every chain, like for every row after that, you do this thing called a half double crochet in the back loop only. I didn't, that's very specific, and I'm not going to try to explain it because there are so many smart people who have explained it online, but that gets you like some height and depth to your hat. Um, every row makes your hat a little wider. And then at the end, you stitch it all together, and it makes like this really long tube, this 
design is a little weird. It's like a really big tube and then you go to one end and you like take the yarn out, use a yarn needle to like loop through to like tighten the top. So your like goal is to make the top as tight as possible without like breaking the thread you're on or the yarn you're on. And then you tie that closed and that's your hat, which you, you know, flip inside out and you just wear like normal apparently. I didn't realize how tightly I was holding my thread. So I actually used more yarn than was probably necessary. Um, and I actually had to switch colors. That's why in the photo on Twitter, it's in two different colors. I was actually trying to just use that black yarn with like the speckles in it because it reminded me of a hat my friend crocheted for me in high school. Um, which by the way, her hat was much better, just so you know. Um, she made all of us hats for like Christmas. It was great. And I don't know where that hat is, but the hat works. It's a little tight because the stitches are so tight. And I think I missed a row or two. Really what I'm telling you is be sure to count if you start crocheting, that's important. Um, but it's done, it's completed. I started to learn to crochet. So that was good. Thank you to everyone who's been along this wild ride with me. Um, it's not easy. Oh, buddy. Uh, if you see anyone crocheting, give them a shout out because it's hard. I still have a lot to learn of how to like hold yarn and like how to do it quickly and stuff. Because this is, I basically marathoned making a hat for the weekend. Like if you saw me, I was probably crocheting like if, I, if we had a video call. Or if you didn't see me, I was probably watching TV and crocheting. One thing I learned is I can watch uh, TV in English and crochet at the same time, which is amazing. But yeah, so the hat is done. It's not super great, but it, it's pretty good. Uh, and I'm planning to use the rest of it. I have a lot of like orange yarn left over to make a scarf. So that'll also be fun. But I thought since this is also supposed to be a punishment and it was a punishment to learn how to make this, I thought we would use this time to maybe make it a longer punishment because why not? So if you would like a hat or a scarf made by me to possibly continue to torture me for missing an episode, but also just because you want a hat or scarf. I'm thinking of opening this um, if you guys would like one, as long as you donate to a charity. So as I said, here in Texas, we had a very big snowstorm. It took out power for multiple days for people. We had water issues, um, people lost their food, they had pipe issues, some people have had like flooded houses. Um, and it was super, super cold, so it was not a great time. Uh, so we are still kind of bouncing back from that, uh, and I will link a couple places in the description below if you would like to help out. Um, specifically, I know I'm gonna link the North Texas Food Bank. I'll try to link a couple more, like two or three uh, charities you can donate to if you have the money, you know, uh, it would be great if you could give some money. And if you give more than, let's say $25, and you like send me an email, uh, and also, like, tell me if you want a hat or scarf. I'll make you a hat or scarf. L let's make this as specific as possible. Donate to one of the charities in the description below. Message me on Twitter or email me uh, either at, at 52 underscore bit podcast on Twitter or 52 bit podcast at gmail.com. The 52 in both of those is numeric. Just email me telling me you donated at least $25. Um, and then also tell me if you want a hat or a scarf. Let me know what colors you want. I typically go to Michael's because that's the closest to me to pick up yarn. I will make you either a hat or a scarf, and then I will write a little note and mail it to you. I guess when it's done, you'll also have to give me your mailing address, but um, we'll cross that bridge when we get there if anyone actually wants this. 
So yeah, that's uh, that's it for this week. That is the punishment. Um, I guess I do have time, so I will see if there's a question I can answer. I know Greenwell sent in a lot of them. Uh, so Greenwell asked what my favorite poultry is. I, I'm trying to figure out, like, do you mean to eat? I'm presuming. I feel like we don't talk about birds in, like, the form of poultry unless we're eating them. Okay, so poultry is technically domesticated birds kept by humans for their eggs, their meat, and their feathers. Okay, so poultry is not just all birds. All right, so to eat, it's definitely chicken. I'm not going to lie. I eat chicken often. Uh, It's also easily accessible. Also, you know, chicken. It's pretty good. Everything also tastes like chicken. I stand by that. I feel like most things taste like chicken. Um, I actually hate turkeys. This is actually, uh, so I grew up in the Midwest, uh, and every time it rains, no fail. Every time it rains, for some reason, a bunch of turkeys come out of the middle of nowhere of the woods behind my house and, like, cross the street. And I do not, I do not understand what is making them do that. But I hate turkeys for that reason. It's like every time if you're driving during the rain, you're trying to get home, you're obviously going to be stopped because there's just going to be, like, seven turkeys crossing the road for no reason. They don't even have a joke they're trying to follow. They're just, like... We got to cross the road for some reason. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, it doesn't even rain super hard. So it's not like they're getting flooded or anything. They're just like, clearly, this is the time we need to cross the street because this is the most inconvenient to the humans who are here. You can move at any other time. But for some reason, it's always in the rain. And then, you know, once they get to the other side, they, for some reason, stick their head up and uh, inhale a bunch of rain. I don't really get it. It's very confusing. I live by a bunch of ducks. There are a lot of ducks in the duck pond near where I live. I'm not really a fan of them, nor am I not a fan of them. I just usually feel bad because we like get at a crossroads and they're trying to walk and then I'm trying to walk. And I'm like, well, this is weird. One of us has to go, you know, and it's usually me. It's usually me having to walk around them. But they give me like the side eye and I'm like, hey, buddy, I'm just trying to walk here. You can also walk. It's fine. But yeah, I really like chicken. Uh, chickens, uh, I don't usually hang around chickens. I had a bunch of friends who had chickens when I was younger, but like, they didn't really associate with them. They just kind of, you know, ate chicken from the grocery store later. It's fine. They're probably my favorite poultry. Uh, they also don't annoy me. Uh, oh, pigeons are also considered poultry by this Wikipedia article. Pigeons are okay. I don't eat them, but pigeons are okay. Then get like a like a C minus, C plus, C plus on the poultry scale. They're like annoying, but like not super annoying. It's fine. Thank you, Greenwell, for the question. That's my favorite poultry, I guess, to eat. And also most most of them annoy me, to be honest. So yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in for this special episode of the 52-Bit Podcast. Um, as I said... If you're interested in receiving a hat or a scarf, um, please donate to one of the charities below. They also just, you know, always need your help. So uh, if you have some money, feel free to donate. Uh, and then email me or message me with your uh, con- confirmation of donation if you'd like a hat or a scarf. And have a lovely day, everyone, and enjoy the episode later this week. But yeah, thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I'll talk to you later. Bye.